Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated for just a moment. I, 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 at the last minute, I dropped something on the sound booth, and we're going to try to bring a video up that I took while at conference. And while I'm giving them time, I want to recognize some people here today uh, that have either achieved Holy Ghost or been tremendous in helping support in our community. Uh, I'd like to ask Brother Bovell to please come to the front. Um, amen. So many of you don't know because I really, it was a bad time when I took on this responsibility. Um, it was Christmas in April and they called me. First I was supposed to be just a assistant house captain. Well then the lady quit that was the captain and they called me and said, hey, now you're the captain. And um, what we do in Christmas in April is we help elderly people that um, don't have the finances to fix up their home and, and get things in order. And, and so at the last minute, I, I said, let me call my brother. Uh, brother McCulley was out of town, so I called brother, and I called Brother Bobel because I would have called Brother uh, uh, McCulley as well. But I called Brother Bobel, and he was like, anything you need, Pastor, I'm there. So he came. And uh, him and I worked a week tirelessly trying to get the job in order so that my brother wouldn't have to stay there all day. And so we, we achieved quite a bit, and he was able to be, I think he was able to leave somewhere around 1 uh, in the afternoon. But he, he became a tremendous support and house. He actually became the house captain. He governed the whole job, ran the whole job for me while I was at district conference. And so I could not have done that without Brother Bobel. And so the community wanted to, me to present him with a certificate of recognition presented to Brent Bobel in honor of your participation with Prince George's County Christmas in April program presented on this 24th day of April 2020, signed by Calvin Hawkins, the second large council member. So I want to thank Brother Bobel. Amen, amen, amen. I appreciate him stepping in the gap for me and, and taking that responsibility on. It became very big, and it took a week of his time with me. You did have a good time of fellowship. Yes, sir. Ate a lot of filet. Yeah. He's a man after my own heart. I can't, what I, what I, uh, anyway, so we thank you, Brother Babel, for your support. Amen. They may not get the video up. I see heads shaking, so I'm going to move on. Uh, baptismal certificate. Um, first, I'm going to present Natalia Gramajo. Amen. trying to do is I'm trying to get on the second uh, on the second day of May in the year 2021 Sister Gramajo received the infilling of the Holy Ghost Amen 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 God bless you and then on May 13th 2021 she went down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of her sins. Hallelujah. And she was excited after she got the Holy Ghost. We just presented her with a Bible study and she said, well, as soon as I feel comfortable, she called me a week, within a week, Brother Gramajo said, oh, she's going to get baptized. She's going to get baptized. She said, and I said, well, Brother Gramajo, let's let it be her decision. 
oh, no, pastor, she's going to want to be baptized. I said, okay. So, so I'm sitting at home. I'm sitting at home. Sister Gramajo calls me and says, pastor, I've got to be baptized. I understand the reason. I need to be baptized. In my spirit, I wanted to say, can you, I had COVID at that time. In my spirit, I wanted to say, well, can you wait? And in my mind, Jesus said, what if something happens before and the whole uh, recipe that is described in the book of Acts was unveiled and not completed? I said, no problem. You will be baptized in Jesus' name the following Sunday. I called Brother uh, Thompson and asked him and Sister Thompson, would they be, you know, they're teaching on Bible study. I said, would you baptize her? He said, most definitely. Of course, I hadn't really done a lot of training in that, but they did a fantastic job. He's watched it enough, and they did a fabulous job. Sister Gramajo, God bless you. Great things coming. I don't want to leave Brother Gramajo out. I'd like Brother Gramajo to come. He was baptized back before he received the Holy Ghost. And uh, on the 11th day, Amen. On the 11th day of April 2021, my brother received the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Excited. I'm going to ask my wife to come to the front. Uh, Amen. My wife has been very instrumental in helping minister and teach. Um, spiritual growth. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And um, she's been very instrumental with brother and sister Macaulay. And uh, they achieved their certificate of recognition. Patricia Macaulay. And David McCauley has completed, has completed their discipleship class on June 15, 2021. going to start being teachers in Jesus name Linda Bell was another recipient that finished her discipleship class she's not here today but Lord willing we'll see her to be able to give her sister Reynolds sister Reynolds thank you you want to give that let's give the Lord a hand clap Jesus is doing a work at Grace Gospel. Blessed to be. You got it? Okay, good. That's all I need to know. You'll, I'll tell you when I want to pull it in, if you will. They have a video that I wanted. I, I just want, it's going to kind of go along with my message. I'm not trying to, I'll prelude, I'll prelude to that in a little bit. Thank you all for getting that up, uh, that video. Um, I want you to know that the GO Conference was a successful GO Conference. Um, it was a great time in the Lord, great move of God. And um, here's what I believe, Sister Tayana came and Sister Kiesia came to the GO conference and was a part of it and the Lord imparted the word to everyone that came and those that were online. Um, the Lord just spoke tremendously. Our di new district superintendent, David Reber, who has preached here, he was our secretary when I had him preach here, came and ministered and he ministered, go forward. That's exactly what we've been preaching is go forward, amen. Without using the words he used, we've been preaching be ready for what God has in store. 
The church must be revived before we can go forward. The church must be revived before we can have the revival of our, our, our uh, prodigals to come back. And I taught this morning that when our prodigals come home, I beg you not to tell them to go to the altar. I beg you not to. I beg you. Here's what I beg you to do is just grab them and hug them. What did the father do with the prodigal son? What did the father do? Come here, Brother Carlton. Brother Ely, I'm sorry. Here's what the father did. He said, hold on. Let me give him, let me give my son my ring. He threw his arms around him and welcomed him home. Then he took his robe off. And he put the best robe he could find up on his son and welcomed him home. Because he wanted everybody to know, my son is home. Let's celebrate. Get the big cap because we're going to rejoice. He's made it home. And that's exactly, thank you. Look, when they took my ring off my finger to fix my finger, I was like, Lord, uh, I hadn't had it off in a long time. So they gave, I went and put my rubber one on because they said my hand was going to swell up. But God didn't let it swell up. But I'm grateful. So I say that. I, I don't know if that will help you. I don't know. But what I will tell you is we're going to see the Lord move in our family. I would like to ask, I, I would like to ask Tiana, Kiasia, Tyler, Marlena, Sister Tammy, Brother Dave, Sister McCauley. Is that everybody that went to camp with me? Brother and Sister Thompson, thank you so much. Sister Thompson's homesick. That's who we did not pray for. We need to pray divine healing over her body. I don't know if it's her hand that's hurting. I think it's her arm, shoulder. Let's pray for her shoulder. But I want to thank everyone that made camp this year a fantastic experience for my wife and I and for the children because we, we were given the responsibility of registration and security and the ch this church pulled together for us and came. We, we would not have done it. Uh, we would not have been able to do it without this church. And I want to thank everybody that sacrificed their week to come with us and be with us. I, I appreciate you all. I love you all. Thank you so much for your help. And I want to thank Brother McCauley once again for cutting the grass and keeping our church grounds beautiful. Now comes the word of God. Amen. Let's stand for the reading of the word of God. I welcome everybody online. It's 940 or 1042. I don't know how long I'll be preaching to you, so don't watch your clocks. Um, I know we have tried it while we were online worried about online services we were keeping it to a minimum and my goal is to try to stay within 30 minutes I just don't know how the Holy Ghost will operate in that so we will be we're definitely going to flow in the Holy Ghost Psalms 95 starting at verse 1 and we'll read down through 11 the Bible says oh come let us sing unto the Lord let us make a noise to the rock of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms for the Lord is a what great God and a what great king of, of what all little gods all little gods in his hands are the deep places of the earth the strength of the hills is his also the sea is his and he made it and his hands formed all the dry land oh come let us worship and bow down let us kneel before the Lord our maker do you believe he's your maker for he is what is he really your God for he is our God, and we are the people of the pasture and the sheep of his hands. Today, if ye will hear the voice 
or his voice. Harden not your heart as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said it is a people that do err in their heart and they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter my rest. The call to worship. The call to worship. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give me a spirit of worship. Give me a spirit of praise. Give me a spirit, Lord God, that wants to rejoice and have joy. That has joy unspeakable, full of glory. I pray, God, that you let your mouthpiece, your shepherd that you put here in this house to preach your word today, God, to lead your people today, Lord, and let our ears be open to hear what thus saith the Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray blessings on this day. I pray blessings upon the online people that you will move and intervene. In Jesus' name. Start my timer. All right, you may be seated in Jesus' name. It's good to be back in the house of the Lord. I don't know how much longer my voice will last. We've been in church since Thursday. Makes uh, I feel like I've been in revival from the old days. But the Bible says is telling us there is a call to worship. In many churches, our time of worship begins with a call to worship. You know why our worship leaders and our musicians come up here is because that is the beginning of the call to worship. Amen. When you come to the house of God, it is the preparation. It's the planning to prepare the way for the gospel. Amen. Our worship depends on what we have in our heart. The substance of what occurs during that time varies. The worship team will sing praise songs presented, and most of the time the congregation stands and sings of the wonders of God and the love of God. Do not, but, but, but I do not want our team to ever get to the place that they entertain you. Why is that, Pastor? Because when it becomes entertainment, when it's one voice, you don't know how to worship. It becomes entertainment. When I'm the only one, I mean, I watch it now. Y'all think I'm entertaining you. Not a whole lot of this. Not a whole lot of this. Right? Because you think I'm entertaining, I guess. But the bottom line is when there's one voice, we sit back and go, but we don't know to sing with them. We don't know to sing with the, 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 the person singing. So, you know, we, sit, we either stand We don't always sit down. So hear me. Worship is collective worship. When we worship, we want everybody to worship. Amen. When, 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 when the Ark of the Covenant came in to the camp, it wasn't just one person go, wow, hallelujah, the presence of God is in this place. It said everybody was raising their hands. Everybody was shouting and saying, Hosanna, the Prince of Peace. And when he entered into the, when he entered in on the donkey, they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. It wasn't one person going, Hosanna, Hosanna. The crowd erupted in praise to the one that was coming in. Our songs will be songs that encourage the whole body to sing. The call to worship signifies to all in attendance that we have come to worship God now in spirit and in truth and wholeheartedly. In the book of Psalms, we find another call to worship, though not necessarily presented as a time to worship, but rather as an opportunity to do so. I don't know how many of you sit in your car and really worship. I mean, we turn on, right, we turn on 
we turn on our music. We turn our music on. Right? We're driving down the road. I don't know how to take it out of my ear. Someone put, never mind. So the song is saying hallelujah, but when I'm driving down the road, can I drive with one hand and say hallelujah in reverence to the king of kings? Or do I just drive down the road going, boy, that's a beautiful song. Right? Hallelujah, just to say, oh my God, the Holy Ghost. Y'all got to forgive me. You just got to forgive me. There is something about worship and praise. It does something to the inner man that lets him know, God, I want to reverence you. I want to magnify you. And while I have the opportunity, I want to magnify you and lift you up. I want to magnify you. I want to worship you while I have my mind, while I have the ability to raise these hands, while I have the ability to stand erect, while I have the ability to walk around, while I have the ability for my voice to work, while I have the ability to think on these things. He's a good God. He's a great God. He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. I didn't have to wake up this morning, but he allowed me to wake up. Praise him. Good to see you. tell you something, when you make it into heaven, not going to be no pew sitting. Oh, we get comfortable on these cushion pews. That's why back in the day, they only put wooden pews out. They wanted it uncomfortable so that after 10 minutes of sitting down, you stood up to give the backside a bit of a release and rest. Then you sat back down in that creaky, hard wood seat. Huh? We didn't even have air conditioning back then. We had wooden pews with no AC. And we had revival. Now we get AC fans. We got comfortable pews. And we get so comfortable in the house of God. Fall asleep on God. Look, when God is walking the aisles, seeking whom he may fill, who he may heal, who he may deliver. And we sleep on the mighty God who is a healer and a reviver. I say it all the time, if we go to the word of God, we'd know how to act. The Bible, through the psalm of God, issues an invitation for us to worship him. In Psalms 95, 1 through 2, you see, the call to worship is simply come. This is an exhortation that, could, that we could be bold to say uh, a command to assemble or con- our congregation for a purpose of worship. To exalt him, to magnify him. You see, the call goes out to the people of God and to us. The text says, let us come. The place of worship to which we are invited to come is into the very presence of God. You know why our worship team comes up here? As fearful as they come up here, their desire and their hope is to lead us into a place of reverence and worship to where the presence of God flows into the sanctuary so that almost the power of God is so prevalent that you can you can hardly stand before God. That you feel like you have to get on your knees and bow your face to the ground because you're not worthy to stand before the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. 
The psalmist is direct and inclusive. The invitation encourages us to begin with singing and rejoicing. The problem is, God been good to all of us all week long. I don't care how much sickness is in your home. God still is good. I don't care how less money you have in your bank. God's still good. I don't care what's going on. God's still good. That whatever is going on in my life has nothing to do with how I worship him, how I lift him up, how I praise him, how I clap my hands, how I raise my hands, how I jump before God, how I hop and skip and give God some glory. Whether I run, whether I shout, whether I praise him, whether I lift up the name of Jesus, whether I shout, hallelujah, hallelujah, whatever it is, it gives God the glory. You gotta be a church that wants revival, that knows how to worship. It's not predicated on how you feel. It's not predicated on whether you've been hurt. It don't matter about COVID. Well, COVID, COVID came up in the house. Don't let me get up too far. I've come to the place. I rebuke the spirit of COVID. I rebuke everything that comes along with COVID. But as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm not smothering in my mask. I'm going to give God some glory. I'm going to lift up my hands and sing praises. I'm going to rejoice. There's going to be joy in my soul. There's going to be laughter in my soul. There's going to be words of life on my lips. I speak in deliverance in Jesus' name. Let me tell you something. When the spirit of worship comes into the house, the power of the Holy Ghost gives you the authority and the power to tread up on scorpions. It gives you the ability to lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. It gives you the power to speak deliverance. It gives you the power to save your family. It gives you the power to speak life. It gives you the power to be delivered in Jesus' name. Amen. How many of you know about demonic attacks? You ain't got no worship. You ain't got no power to, to battle a demonic attack. You ain't got no spirit in you. You can't withstand the attack of the, of the devil. You can't withstand what's going on around you without the power and the glory of the Holy Ghost in your life. You better, even in the midst of the worst days of your life, learn how to get a worship coming from your lips, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of where things are. God will check your spirit. God will check your spirit. You check mine. Laying on the hospital bed. He said, ah, he said, you remember when? You said that that's the room in my house. When COVID comes, I'm still going to serve God. I said, yes, Lord. He said, now what? I said, well, we 
will serve the Lord regardless of the outcome. We will believe in your healing regardless of what you do. Yes, I still stand by what I've said. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. I walk with Jesus. When God's people get to the place that they understand that they walk with Jesus. And in the power of the Holy Ghost, you can look the devil in the eye. Get thee behind me, Satan. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I send you back to the pits of hell. I lose the Holy Ghost up in this place. I believe in liberty. I believe in the power of healing. I believe in the power of deliverance. I believe in the Holy Ghost. That air working? Watch this. Rejoicing is a natural outcome to the joy that is in our innermost being. It's natural, right? It's natural. Joy that I made it another year. I don't know what's going on with J.C., but y'all going to have to forgive me. But joy, I'll get it, forget it. I got it. You are sweaty. That's all right. That's all right, bro. Amen. Listen, right? We just rejoiced with Mother Maddie hitting 80. Right? Amen. It's a natural, awesome experience to make the age of 80. Why? Because the Bible says three score and 10. She's now made it 10 more years longer than God had already allowed her. Y'all will get your minds twisted and say, I got to live forever. I want to live forever. I can tell you right now, I don't want to leave my wife or my kids or my grands, but God, whenever my number's ready. I don't like what's going on down here, and it's become harder and harder to pastor a church and lead people and, and talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So whenever he calls me home, look, I'm ready. I'm preparing for my exit. But listen, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yes, and I know some are 30, and we go, well, I'm 30. I still got some time. You know, we, we think we got plenty of time, right? I know I was there. I, I, I thought that, man, I, I would make it. Uh, I would make it so that I'd get on my knees before when I heard the trump. But when he said the trumpet sound, within a twinkling... Can you, the speed of light, can you fathom the speed of light traveling? So the twinkle is just about as fast as the speed of light, right? I mean, if we could get a twinkle from that light in my eye, I don't know, but it's so fast, right? You can't even get, you can't even get God. You can't even get the G on the tongue before the twinkle. So let me just speak to all the young folk. That think they have plenty of time to wait on the Lord. And let me talk to the middle-aged folk that think they can wait until they get some things in order. And then let me talk to the elders who think they can wait until they get some things in order. You see, there is no... That's why his word said today is a day of salvation. Not tomorrow. Not next week. He said your day is not even promised tomorrow. So just because I have now, this very moment, this very second, my spirit says, I want to magnify God. I want to give him glory because when I make it into heaven, it, that's all it's going to be. The angels are sitting up there, and all they do is say, holy, holy. They don't even know how to act like we know how to act. When God's people, the very people that he created, make it to heaven, And get up there. We're going to already know the articulation of holy 
is the name of God. We don't have the wings, but we got legs. We got limbs. We've got a voice. We get to say hallelujah. Praise the King of Kings. Hallelujah. So you know what today is? Today's training. Y'all didn't know you were being trained. The military trained their soldiers. Did they not, Reverend? They told you when to get up, when to go to sleep. Right now, everybody stays up however long they want to stay up. You ain't going to tell me when to go to bed. <laughs> because we got flex time on the job, we can go in whenever we want. They never had flex time when I was in the, in the work field. But the bottom line is, we use church as flex. It's a hard thing. I'm sorry. It's just a hard thing. I don't, get, I don't get up on time to go to work. So what am I getting up on time to go to church? My job pays me. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I did hear that, that, that God paid the price. A high price. Yeah, forgive me, man. Uh, Y'all, excuse me. I'm trying to get these I got hearing aids in, and my, my glasses just don't want to act right. But, but, but we, 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 we forget about the price that was paid on Calvary, right? If it isn't comfortable, if it doesn't meet my specifications, if it doesn't tickle my fancy, if the man of God is just going to preach revival, get my act together, tell me when I'm, what I'm doing wrong, and not tell me how good it is. That you can just live the way you want to live. Just as long as you keep them cards and letters coming. I don't care about your cards and letters. Because if you give it in the wrong, the wrong mindset and the wrong way, it's cursed. It's cursed. You may not believe that, but I believe that. If you give it begrudgingly, you'll never be blessed financially. People think they got to get second jobs, three jobs. They got to start entrepreneurial jobs so that they can make more money if they would just honor God with what they've been given. If they would just honor God with what they've been given. That's where the scripture comes in and says, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing. I don't care if you make $14 an hour. If you honor God with them finances, it'll go to $18 an hour. I'm telling you, you honor God at $18 an hour, it'll go to $22 an hour. You honor God with $22 an hour, it'll go to $25 an hour. When he told you in his scripture, we don't believe the scripture enough. He said, my seed ain't never been begging for bread. He said, if you learn to be a good steward. Yeah. Oh, what's that? What's that? Honor God with your finances, your tents. That's what's required. That don't even include sacrificial offerings. That the sacrificial offerings is where the real blessings come in. See, people don't understand the, the curses and blessings of when you do not honor God. And I'm not preaching tithes because I don't really care what happens with the tithes. God's already told me he would keep me. And if I left a $250,000 job a year and came to work for the church at way under that, and, and God has not let my home go under, has not let me be lacking anything, has not let me be hungry, I have, God has proven to me his word. And I won't tell you there ain't been time, or excuse me, I know that's not proper vernacular for you teachers, but God has, God has proven to me and showed me. And there's not, not, I'm not, I had to repent a couple times, and a couple times I said, you know, God, this is, this is crazy. Your math does not work out. And, and, and I, you know, there's a lot of things that I would like. Go ahead, say it again. Yeah, like. Some things that... I, Say it again. Life. Life. 
Some things that I would what? Like. like. Say it again. Like. Some things I would like, right? But they don't set up. They don't fall under God's will. So what he said was, uh, right now, you're going to be all right where you are. I'll supply your every need. You just be happy with what I'm supplying. You just be happy with what I've given you. Those things may come at some point if I feel they're ready for you. But until then, you'll be right okay with where you are. Amen. Now watch this. That's it. That's it. That's it. Come on. He's worthy. You'll be all right where you are. show you something let me show you something this is not this is not boasting but I want to I want to brag about your board your board right now is represented by brother Johnson but uh, I'm sorry Reverend Johnson Reverend McNeil Bishop myself and your first lady that's who your board is made up of right now two years ago they 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 put in that I get a raise in my spirit and I thank them for the raise I did. I, I, I thanked them. And I don't say this, I don't say this to brag. I, I just want you to know the church has offered. Okay? And I don't say this to boast from me. But what God laid in my spirit is, let's wait. He said, let's wait. So I said to them, thank you. But God is laying in my spirit that we need to wait. I don't know what the future holds. I don't want to burn, I don't want to take the church's account down. You know, we don't have the finances coming in that we did have coming in. It had started dwindling, and of course, it's not bad. It's it's just not where it was, and so I'm thankful that God said, "Hold up, you've got a raise coming, but you just wait till I say it's ready to come." He said, "You wait till I say to go." back to them and remember in the minutes where you all said you already had offered and gave me a raise and I did not take it but I'm ready to take it now because I see the finances are where they belong so that we can still do the ministry of the church see the only way the church could have even streamed is because the church had money in the bank there is nothing in this church that is on credit it's not everything in this church is owned the property is paid for. The building is paid for. The light, uh, your cameras are paid for. The sound system is paid for. The instruments are paid for. The AC is paid for. The lighting is paid for. So now you know why I worship God. Because I got an ear for God. And God's people need to have an ear for God. Not only are we to sing, and I know I'm probably off my uh, eight minutes left. Not only are we to sing and make a melody in our hearts, as Paul had encouraged the church at Ephesus to do, but the second part of the, the, uh, of the couplets of Psalms 95, 1 through 2 shows that such singing and rejoicing is to ex be expressed aloud. Uh -huh. So people that sit there and go, well, I'm praising God. Hold on. Let's go back to Scripture. Bring up 95, 1 and 2. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a what? And what is that word after joyful? Joy. To the rock of my salvation. The only one that gives me a firm foundation. The only one that can lift me up out of the gutter and set my feet on steady ground. Luke 1940. 
when the religious leaders asked Jesus to silence his followers who lauded him with praise and adoration at the entrance into Jerusalem, he responded like this. Like this. Okay. I, t- I love you. I'm just messing with you. I just wanted to do that. For, I, I pray you know I'm not, I'm not being mean. I pray. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the word of God said, and he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should, who's these? Who are these? God, uh, the people, God's people should hold their what? Their peace and not make a noise. What's going to happen? Not tomorrow. Sit down on God. There's a stone that will cry out in your place. You know what makes a babbling brook, and I could be a way off point, but a babbling brook that has rocks in it makes this noise. Uh-huh. You know, running over rocks. Hallelujah. A stream that has no rocks in it just flows quietly. Come on. Come on. Huh? So when God's people are the rocks and praise God and magnify and say, I am not letting a rock. I am the rock. I am, I am the voice. I have joy. I'm going to sing out with praise. I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. I'm going to give God some glory. You become the very thing that allows the water to be held up just a little bit. You begin to make it make noise, and you begin, begin to be a greater noise. So if there's no noise... He said, immediately a rock will cry out on your place. And here's what I get. I get this, right? I get this. Sometimes we, because we were raised a certain way, we don't totally understand. We don't totally understand. Can, can you put that video? We don't understand when God begins to move how much rejoicing we should do. So I want you to see God was moving at conference. God was opening doors for people. And as God was opening doors, I, sh- I, I took a picture, I took a video of young and old, hands raised up, crying and speaking in tongues because there was a flow of the Holy Ghost. I don't know if they'll bring up the sound, but it was such a loud roar in there that I had to turn the hearing aids completely off because it sounded like I was in a tunnel of, of noise. If it doesn't come up, I just... So, uh, you know, I turned them all the way off and it just sounded normal to me. But when... Look, all ages. Hear me. Worshiping God, the whole sanctuary, worshiping God. All the way back, 500 people lifting their hands, magnifying. Why? Because it's not unnatural. It's not unnatural to lift up the name of Jesus. It's not unnormal to give God glory. Look. Look. Oh, y'all don't know about all that. You don't got no joy in your soul. Man, God delivered me. I don't care whether you've been in drugs and you've never done drugs. I don't care if you've ever been an alcoholic or never done any drugs. If you're in the house of the Lord and serving God today, there ought to be joy in your soul, joy in your heart. Look, little ones, little ones, magnifying God. Did you see, you see that one girl doing a, I can't do it, but she was doing it for Jesus. However you do that. All nationalities. That's what the, the heaven's going to look like. That's exactly what heaven will look like. Multicultural people worshiping God.
Okay. You can cut. You can kill it. You can kill it. I, I, I did that because I want you to understand. Listen, worship is important. That right there prepared the way for the man of God to bring forth the gospel of Jesus Christ, to prepare the way for new churches to be planted, for, new, for the lay ministry. You know what a lay minister is? A lay minister is a saint and child of God in the house of God. To start teaching Bible studies, to start witnessing the people, to start encouraging them and testifying to them, telling them about the goodness of God. When you have joy, when there's joy down deep inside, you can't wait to tell. Hey, I got to tell you about the goodness of God. I, I, I don't know what you know about Jesus, but let me tell you what I know about Jesus. Jesus has been so good to me. He delivered me from Hallelujah. drinking. He delivered me yes. from alcohol. He put my marriage back together. Yes. I just want you to know, I would like to invite you to the church where God delivered me. And I would love for you to come and be my guest. Would you yes. please come and be my guest? Yes. Watch, watch, watch. Because the pastor said, I got to do this. Hey, you know, hey, I'd, I'd just like to tell you my testimony. You know, God delivered me from drugs and alcohol. He did. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, well, you don't, you, I'm not testifying to you. <laughs> you. You stay in your lane. <laughs> I, I, I don't want everybody to know. You know what I mean? I'm only doing this because I have to. Okay? So, okay. If God tells me to tell you, I'll come tell you in a minute. You know, I just, you know, maybe, maybe you'd like to come to church. It was a good thing, but, you know. You think she's coming to my church? Maybe sometime. No. Maybe sometime. You know what that means? Not. Right? When you can go to somebody and say, hey, I just want to tell you, man, it's good to meet you. How, what's your name? Aaron. Aaron, Aaron, I'm Alan, man. You attend church somewhere? Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Right. That's right. <laughs> we didn't prescript this. Sorry. <laughs> As you know, I'm probably not even halfway through this message, so, but I'm going to end it because he's standing here because it's about my time. <laughs> but, hey, man, I, I just want to tell you about the goodness of God. You know, I know you probably, you probably have a home church, but I just want to tell you what God did for me. God's telling me that I need to just be a witness to you. God, I, I, and you've probably never been mixed up with drugs or alcohol, but God delivered me from drugs and alcohol, and he put my wife back in my life, and only Jesus could do that. I, I, I couldn't stop smoking on my own, couldn't stop drinking on my own, couldn't stop running the roads with women and everything, and, and God came into my life, and when God came into my life, he gave me back my wife. He delivered me from the drugs and the alcohol, and then he not only delivered me from the drugs and alcohol, gave me my wife back, put my two children in, gave me you, or gave me another son, who allowed me to have another son in my life. And another, I had another daughter and another son, but if it had not been for God, I just want to tell you, and I'd like to invite you out to church sometime. You know, we're at 5819 Curry Road. We'd love to have you. Amen. All right? I'd love to come. All right. God bless you. It depends on your delivery. Everything is delivery. If you have, a, if you have joy, amen, even in a bad day. Even in a bad day. Right, I, I've been knocked to the dirt, and God put someone in, in front of me and have to witness. I had to put the stuff that was going on that knocked me in the dirt behind me and deal with the soul that God gave me at that moment. I don't know where that seed went. I don't know how that seed's being fertilized, but God has given us the ability to be seed sowers, and we need to be the seed sowers. Musicians, please come. Everybody take your place. Listen, for those who we haven't even, we only made it through one and two uh, but t the worship format is much discussed and even debated today in religious circles. Abundantly obvious to any reader of this text is that the call is not a form for discussion, but rather instruction on worship. We must worship God, and I'm not going to get through this, because our God is, is awesome. Amen. You serve an awesome God. The Bible says in 95, 3 through 5, it says, The Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In His hands are the deep places of the earth. The strength of hills in his, is His also. The sea is His. You must understand that He is a great God. He is a great God. In 4 through 5, third, 
He is the creator of it all. We need to understand that. So when my sons and my daughters you're younger, uh, were younger, they often asked where things came from. And I told them, where, they wanted to know where a dog came from. I said, God made it. When they want to know where a car came from, I said, God made it. When they want to know where fish came from, I said, God made it. The response should be the same. God made everything. Where did he make, who made the rocks? God. Who made the trees? God. Who made the grass? God. Who made the air? God. Uh, let's stand. I'm not going to be able to finish any of this and make any sense of it. All I can say is worship. There's a call to worship, church. The call to worship is real. Maybe you don't know how to really, you know, someone said to me, you know, maybe people don't understand your definition of worship. But when I looked into the Webster Dictionary, it said to give adoration to adore. So that tells me that if I give adoration to my wife, if I give her flowers or I give her a card or I buy her a dress or I buy her some candy or I buy her something, what am I doing? I'm giving adoration. So if I can do that for the earthly person in my life, how much more can I do to my heavenly father who went to a cross and died for me? Right? For me to say, and I got to be careful who I, let me, uh, so for me to say, baby, I love you. Right? How many have a husband and wife that they say, I love you? Right? Yeah. Do you say, do you say it like this? I love you. No. You say, I love you. I love you. Right? It's loud. It's loud enough so there's noise. Right? So it delivers to my ear so that it not only delivers to my ear, but then it goes to my heart because I heard it. So when you say, Lord, I love you, <laughs> it goes straight up on into the heaven. But if you say, Now, he can hear the silence, but when there's noise, it said noise. It was noise. It was sent up. It was like a aroma going up to heaven, an, an incense of fire. And when you begin to worship God, that's exactly what you're doing. You're sending the flames of your worship up into heaven, and he is going, that's my children. That's my children. I want to see the best for them. Yes, there's going to be times you're going to be tried. Yes, there's going to be times you're going to be chastised. Yes, there's going to be some times you're going to be tested. What determines everything is how you worship God now. How you worship God now. worship the Lord. If you feel the urge to come to the altar, you please come, but more than anything, let's just, if we have, if we need God to help us in our worship, listen, our worship is, is what's going to usher in the return of our prodigals. It's also going to give me a spirit to be right when the, when the prodigals come back, when the backslider comes back, not to go, you know, I remember what you said. Hear me. Forgiveness, forgiveness comes when we worship God. The more I worship God, the more God comes in. The more the presence of the Lord comes in. I no longer judge. I no longer remember what you did. I just am so excited that my brother's home. He made it home. It's so good to see him. 
Hallelujah. It's so good to see my sister. It's so good to see you. I'm glad you're home. Thank you. God is so great. He's greatly. Let's acknowledge him. Let's worship him. Go ahead. Y'all better sing or I'm going to keep on preaching.